Hi, everyone. I'm Gina Yalamis. My podcast is called Urban Shaman. I'm an urban shaman and intuitive life coach, and I specialize in empowering open-minded, highly motivated well-being practitioners, professionals, and coaches to open to more of their full potential by accessing their inner coach. I also believe your purpose and personal success is an inside-out job, access through your own unique, empowered path that you create. You are the one creating your reality and only you have the ability to change it. How you do that is through your choices, managing your energy, and how you define your own success. Join me for more insights into energy medicine, shamanic healing stories, and more as I bring you experiences that will help you expand your own consciousness. Good morning, everyone. It's Gina here from The Nature of Healing, tuning in today to talk a little bit more about the Empowered Self-Love program and also reaching empowered self-love, why this is so important. These are the aspects that I work with with my clients, and hopefully you've all listened to the healing stories with quite a few of my clients just recently. And I think they were episodes six to eight. They were really fun to to do, but also to get a really honest insight into how they benefit from the healings and the coaching and what's allowing them to thrive now. And of course, this is always a journey. So this is not the end of the road. This is always ongoing and it's a a self-evolution. We're constantly self-regulating everything within us and around us, but it all starts from the inside. So that's why everything, including the relationships that you have, the business, career, goals, all of your um, abundance, any kind of aspect that hinges on joy and excitement and adventure in your life really does come back to how much you love yourself because it's how you feel that matters. And obviously we work towards inspired action, but it's the feeling that comes first. And so we often, uh, I guess, misunderstand the power of our feelings because that's all heart-based. And so the heart, it's, it has, aspects to it that are essential for us to tap into but there's an empowerment that's required there's a commitment and responsibility and that comes from you and so the empowered self-love program that I've developed both in individual and group coaching versions is allowing you to tap into a system and a methodology where you are supported and you are held in spaces where the energetic shifts can happen more readily, more easily, and also um, where you're actually noticing and becoming the observer of those changes and seeing them transform within and around you. So I often talk about the inner and outer accountability and so it all starts with the inner accountability. Generally we we discount that because we don't want to take responsibility for old patterns or old habits or old stories because it feels or is perceived as hard work. And that's just uh, discounting uh, a lot of what we are and who we are 
So it needs to come to the surface and we need to take ownership of that, take responsibility for those old habits and patterns and programs and just let them go. It's a constant letting go process. And the two steps that I talk about in uh, my work with clients but also in presentations is the hack and the hold method. We're hacking our belief systems and then we're holding those beliefs in a place of love, in a place where we are holding them compassionately with forgiveness, acceptance and acknowledgement rather than uh, resentment or judgment So, or criticism. We have to consciously master that rewiring of our Uh, the way that we go about observing ourselves. That's a conscious action. And when we start to be aware of how powerful that is, our feelings shift automatically because that energy is no longer holding us back. It's not keeping us small and it's not limiting us in any way. And so that's a form of deep love. But there's the empowered process that's required to get there. And this is practice as well as um, you owning everything that you've created because essentially our worlds are our own creations and and then being able to accept from from the most loving, humble place where we can then set new standards, plant new seeds and repattern based on our true desires, true authentic expression, all of those aspects that need to shine through beyond the, the masks and the, the false perceptions. So perceptions are not bad. They are just perceptions and they hold a frequency. They hold an energetic uh, vibration. So whatever that perception is on an energetic level is what you are holding in place and that can be a limitation depending on what you're observing. So upgrading our beliefs is where we're going. We're literally upgrading everything about ourselves so that we can move into high frequency and live that high vibe life. So to start the empowered self-love process, um, it's understanding that there's there's uh, steps to to get here. This is a journey. It's not an event, and we have to be able to acknowledge each part of ourselves first and take ownership by really stepping what I call stepping into the fire, because that's a beautiful way to release. And fire has a powerful energy, and you all know that I work with the elements, and so using the fire element as the cleansing and um, detachment tool to uh, any beliefs and patterns and habits and really visualizing and believing that is really quite powerful because that's where you start to reveal the gold beneath. It's a process. It's an alchemical process. And the acceptance that's required to... Uh, acknowledge all parts of you then brings you and all of the splintered parts back together and integrates them back into your wholeness and the step one of my seven step methodology in the empowered self-love program 
is called ownership. And that's where the push and pull happens, where we're breaking attachments to old habits, patterns and belief systems so that we can create space for the heart and its desires. Uh, we're feeling, we start to feel better because, simply because our energy is shifting to a higher frequency by the letting go and the breaking of those attachments and the belief in them, the energy that we actually use to hold them in place is enormous. And so when you let go, there's a, there's a sense of freedom. And so all of those perceptions, which we may unknowingly call normal, uh, uh, start to break away and start to crumble. And that's just through the pressure of this, what's called the heating process. The heating process is um, like the fire burning through the forest, cleansing and clearing the debris. This is where we start to uh, acknowledge this journey that has to begin from the real foundations. And we have to be able to let go of what no longer uh is serving us or is no longer um, necessary because it's literally consuming us. And that takes a real fortitude, a real inner um, reflection on how and why this has come about and understanding that there is an acknowledgement to yourself to be able to move into a new space and create new realities. And that's where the true fulfilment lies. It, it lies in several layers, de layers deeper than where you tend to perceive you are right now. And, and that really does come from a place of humility. And so the fire, it, it sparks this journey back into that true self. And it represents a stage where we're just breaking down the ego, the self-doubt, the stubbornness, the self-sabotage, pride, arrogance, all of those things that we carry unknowingly or unconsciously many, most of the time. But it's acknowledging each little bit of that story and why it's there and and the perceptions that we hold and cling to, um, which create the comfort zone, essentially. And that comfort zone, when we give it more energy with the same actions, with the same thoughts, and everything is the same and nothing changes, that's where things become, uh, that's where we, we develop habits and patterns of complacency, of inability to move forward, and we're unable to uh, move beyond resistance. And we don't even really understand or know that at the time, but when we have a, a wake-up call or something happens in our lives and it, it sends a, a, um, a shock through our lives or our systems, whether that's health or well-being or part of um, a traumatic experience, we then realise that there's often a, um, a situation that helps us reach a turning point and getting there to reveal ourselves is just the beauty that happens unknowingly. And so the ownership that takes place is re releasing that resistance through pressure because that's how gold is formed, under pressure. And that's the nature of alchemy because we are a precious metal essentially and we're transforming through intense pressure of that we place upon ourselves. And so that's the element of ownership to, re to reveal more of that 
um, pure substance beneath the several layers deep. But we have to go into the melting pot, essentially, and that's a choice. And then moving on to step two of this program, it's taking responsibility. And this is where we start to really dissolve the, the, the debris that we've accumulated uh, consistently and being aware that we're in charge of this journey, that it's all up to us and it's only ourselves that are placing limitations on who we can be and what we can achieve. So diving into these unconscious and subconscious spaces, dissolving them, or I guess the ashes from the fire now are being dissolved and uh, the the ego is starting to um, break away and crumble, but at the same time it's being integrated lovingly back into who we are as our authentic selves through our authentic expression. So it's not... Um, it's not discarded as such. It's actually just an integration of, of those aspects that we need to take with us. They're, we can't leave them behind. They're all parts of us that we have to love. And so this uh, stage of transformation, um, whether it's brought about by triggers or life events or illnesses or misfortunes or whatever the, the situation is, it's owning it and taking responsibility now so that you can move beyond and dissolve what has been because uh, we don't want the future to be the same story as the old beliefs or the old story. What we believe now is what we're putting into the future and so we don't want to be bringing the past into the future. It's, it's We can, we have a choice, but do you want to is the real question when we have a choice to actually upgrade, up-level and really shine based on setting new intentions and focusing on the new reality that we have um, created through our desire to move beyond the old perceptions and stories. So rebuilding ourselves is where we're going and it's a remembering that takes place in the meantime, which is how um, we become uh, more tuned into ourselves, intuitive, because we have a, a an energy source and that energy source is unique. It is connected to everything. However, really tapping into the stream of consciousness that is yours is the first step to being of any service to anyone or anything because that's the true self-love that has to take place we are the um, the ultimate in um, awareness and we can optimize and maximize our lives based on understanding this process and navigating it well so uh, this is where this stage in particular is, is more about spiritual maturity, understanding how our behaviour affects us and others and um, really tuning into those inner tensions that rise up to the surface that's causing us to be aware of who we are and ask the real questions, the deeper questions. So um, the extraction process can really start to accelerate um, based on 
how much of that work, the inner work, you are willing to to carry out. So the next step is receptivity. It's really an extension of taking responsibility but getting to the shadow and light aspects of yourself by gathering and refining them and doing that through techniques and um, visualization and affirmation and entrainment where your current awareness is um, shifted into um, more of tapping into that innate knowing. And I guess this is a bit of a separation stage is how I define it. It's a filtering of our thoughts and emotions and isolating the ones that we no longer need or no longer want in our lives uh, from the the new ones that we are creating and that's simply a choice the new story the future story for our future self and a simple example is um for for instance our attempt to free ourselves from resentment uh, while trying to forgive someone at the same time and that separation of how that happens is it's a process and an understanding through observation and uh, conscious action. So the process involves becoming aware of those feelings for ourselves and the other person and and again this comes back to the spiritual maturity and uh looking at our emotions in a much more honest manner and not reverting back to old habits where we um, dutifully uh, try to forgive or forget, which doesn't really feel comfortable. And so often this is called shadow work or um, inner work and it allows the feelings and thoughts to be distilled in some way or refined and gathered and brought to the surface so that you can observe it and be the observer of them, the critical observer of them in a way. But um, the, in terms of the critical observer, it's it's a discernment, not a criticism. And that's the, the big difference is discernment has a neutrality energy, um, neutral energy about it where we're coming from a more loving but empowered way of being. And so learning to um, observe yourself from that space is is important so that we don't then in, um, bring the old stories forward uh, or get emotionally attached to aspects of ourselves that um, are wounded or hidden. And so we walk work through various aspects of how we redefine ourselves and where we're uh, observing the thoughts and patterns and actions and, and really tuning into the rational mind but from the intuitive space. And that's where the feelings are essential because you have to feel this in your body. You have to feel this as part of who you are it's not separate so with this gathering and refinement we are trying to integrate all aspects because all the energy is embedded in the cellular and molecular makeup of our physical body as well as our non-physical 
electromagnetic field. So if you're only doing a part of the work in um, retraining the mind and and not uh, allowing yourself to extract these energies from the body through feelings and through movement and exercise and, and practice, then the body will be left behind or um, the the actual improvement and the ability to move beyond who you are right now will be limited. And so the idea is with returning to your natural state of wholeness is that you're bringing all parts with you. That's essential. So those shadow parts are sending us messages for a reason um, so that we reach more of those refined states and that's the self-mastery that's what comes up and arises for people because they then can uh, be responsible for that journey and allow themselves to be receptive and own all parts so step four is about the intention and that's celebrating your authentic self originally you um you are perceiving yourself from a state of criticism or resentment or there's aspects that are, are um, something that you don't like about yourself or there's judgment. Learning to get beyond and sustain the uh, aspects of who you really are without focusing on what was is where the the shifts in your energetic uh, bodies can can move and also then create space for what it is that you are actually wanting to create in your life. So after the purification and, and clarification of those first three stages, it's coming to create a new you, the new substance, which I, I often call it substance because I, I work, I tend to talk about chemical approaches to how alchemy works and and it's a it's a good way to detach from the emotions or the aspects that can bring stories back or references that don't necessarily serve you but uh, can become a distraction. So we're moving beyond those and focusing our energy and our intention on that future self, on the future self who may not be here right now but will be based on our intention. And so that's where the power of this step four intention is so important to sustain ourselves and um, that's done through practice, repetitive practice. It's like a simmering stage where we're sitting in a pot simmering and um, it's slowly the the um, um, it, we're, we're boiled down to the more of an essence of who we are, and so that the unconscious, subconscious thoughts and feelings can bubble up to the surface and into the light of our conscious awareness, and that's where we can begin to target and release and allow them to be integrated, and so the reintegration process there's no time limit on this this is just an ongoing daily practice essentially no different to meditation this is like an awareness practice you you literally can get good at this through your own 
observations of yourself. And the only reason why we don't do this is because we tend to feel that we're too busy or we can't make time. There's limiting beliefs around those aspects of time and um, survival mode. And so depending on your um, commitment to yourself and commitment generally to who you are and what you're here to achieve, everybody's at different stages. So finding peace with both aspects of, of you know, the shadows and the light and where you're going and how much you're willing to commit to is really essential. And that creates the validation so that then you maintain um, your way of being, your normal and your operating mode. But the idea is to be constantly upgrading and replacing and integrating so that you can make shifts, so that you can be consciously aware of where you're going and create that that joy and the abundance and the, the um, expansion within so that that's reflected outwards. And then step five turn, uh, takes us into true confidence and this is where the rebirthing and recalibrating of your energy starts to really shift and move and evolve and true confidence and uh, the unwavering self-expression of who you are is everything in all aspects of your life and often it's just um, brought into your career or your business or your um, the way that you express yourself in one aspect but it all stems right back to um, the core of how much you love yourself. And that's where the confidence starts. It's the resistance you have to giving and receiving love. And that's where the inner critic is present. And this is where we're rewiring our brain to bypass those old patterns. And the confidence that we developed Uh, we develop as we go along is literally a practice. It's literally um, setting your intention to build the confidence in yourself, in loving yourself essentially first. And then the confidence for anything else comes through from that because it's an inside out job. And so when you start to really truly Um, believe that everything about you is as it should be and perfect in every way and there's unconditional love there is truth in how that then moves through and is reflected through everything in your life that relationship that you've just built with yourself is then reflected in every other relationship and aspect of your life so it's really getting to the core and peeling back all of those uh, layers and getting to the deeper aspects through the heart. So rebirth is literally that. And this doesn't happen just once. This happens over and over again because we're constantly moving through these spiral of layers. And um, it's like a, I guess it's like a decomposition that happens in a way. This is quite a good description because it's um, our former selves are, the the unconscious or subconscious elements are decomposing and they're reintegrating through if you think about the earth and how the decomposition of leaves and matter on the the surface of the earth then goes back to nourish and support the earth 
So it's all part of this cyclical process where we become more of our refined selves. And that's how energy works. It's it's moving in a regenerative cycle. And so this fermentation process that happens with confidence and the recalibrating of our energy is such an essential part of who we are becoming. And it's it's like a turning point, redefining ourselves in so many ways. And it becomes exciting and fun because this is where we reach more inner stillness and peace and we become the observer of what's going on with, through our feelings and emotions and messages that we're receiving and we're so much more conscious of them. So that allows us to turn a corner and move into more of a state of just being and being happy there. So this is step six is being where you start to get centered and this is more of the purity. So when I um, talk about living your intentions from the heart, this is the purity that happens and this is practice. Uh, It's allowing yourself to live from the heart and feel your feelings because they're the guidance that you're getting and that's where you start to tap into that intuition and that inner coach starts to guide you in ways that you have probably never imagined because the synchronicities and the intuitive hits just start to really accelerate when you open to this work. And although it's happening all through and you're noticing shifts and changes, when you get to a point where you're able to just be and allow that to be the first port of call before you take inspired action and allow yourself to sit in those uh, deeper levels and gain clear guidance and direction for your actions, that's where things really start to roll and we're building momentum from a very different place. So we need to purify everything that has been so that that can take place that connection can happen and the flow between the body and the mind is smooth and the energy through the body is uh it's it's moving through the meridians without resistance and so all of these connections are such an essential part of setting up the foundations for who we are and how we connect to the inner coach and like I said this does not happen overnight it's the foundational support for the new oops got cut off there somehow Um, so just finishing up the uh, episode wanted to quickly sum up the program empowered self-love it's something that I'm starting as a group and individual program and the first group coaching happens in March. I've been carrying through with the individual programs with people who are more uh, focused on one-to-one and prefer the healing and coaching on a one-to-one level but at the end of 2018 I did the nine-week program with a bunch of beautiful women uh, and the results were really incredible and that was an intense time at the end of the year so they really challenged and shifted themselves and they and Carly was actually one of those she was my 
uh, podcast interviewee in episode eight. If you want to go and listen to that, it um, she she goes through and tells a little bit about her story and what she was experiencing. But everybody's got different stories, and so everybody's at different levels. And the group coaching is really powerful because we're reflecting to each other everything that we need to know and allowing those reflections to be honest assessments and acknowledgements of what is necessary to be done in terms of the inner work and also the ability to move beyond the habits and patterns and programs that we've acquired and allowing ourselves to really begin that creation process. And the nine weeks is a great amount of time to integrate into your lives because we all have busy lives and understanding that the best way to do this inner work is through integrating it into our lives because we uh, we can go away and also do three months of sitting in silence in retreats or ashrams, but it's not practical if we're living these lives that we have to come back to and then reintegrate. And so the idea of the whole urban shaman perspective is that this is an integration in the lives that we are living and allowing ourselves to honour that and enjoy that as well and not feel bad or guilty about um, not doing the inner work, but just transcending all of those limiting beliefs and allowing ourselves to enjoy the process and take advantage of the process through our day-to-day lives. And this is where self-mastery can be such a rewarding and fulfilling experience because we don't have to hide away. But the most important thing is finding time for yourself in the time and the uh, the days that you have. So with the Empowered Self-Love Program, there's many techniques and the knowledge allows you to uh, turn that into wisdom. It's practical and it allows you to also tune into a safe space because that's what I do. I hold the space for you to transform. This is alchemy and putting yourself into a fire by choice and uh, and then moving through the processes of simmering and uh, pressure and heat to reveal more of your gold. It's It's a beautiful process. It's just how you perceive it. And yes, there's going to be all sorts of uh, vulnerable moments, but that's the the way that this work evolves when you start to delve into the heart. You have to be vulnerable to open up to yourself and really connect to that deeper aspect and inner coach. So to all of those uh, wellbeing practitioners, professionals, coaches who are out there sitting on the edge wondering what to do in 2019 with that the going deeper, this is definitely a great option for you because it's going to help you transcend from your core and then you can really open up to all aspects of what you're doing in your life and reflect that through your relationships, into your businesses and your career and through your uh, appreciation essentially of this life and the the ability to create and uh, live a joyful, fulfilling life. 
And so it all comes back to empowered self-love. So let's get down to the core of the issue and then everything else can hinge off and uh, your success can be defined from there. So if you're interested, please email me or you can give me a call. The email is info at thenatureofhealing.org. And I really look forward to connecting with some of you. And please listen to the uh, future episodes. There'll be more healing stories to come and many more insights. So have a great day. Thanks for listening to my podcast and I hope you received exactly what you needed to help and inspire you to expand your own empowered path. Please visit my website. It's thenatureofhealing.org if you'd like to learn more about my services. And if you feel these podcasts resonate with you, please subscribe to my podcast or write a review. If you've got any further questions, I'd love to hear from you through email, info at thenatureofhealing.org. Look forward to your company in the next podcast. Take care.